0: There, church family. Uh, if you have your Bibles, open to Nehemiah chapter 7. Uh, Nehemiah chapter 7 is another list of names. Uh, I think the, the whole time that I've been doing this podcast, there's at least, I mean, this is the third one I've done so far. And uh, it's always interesting when we get to these kind of passages again because. Generally, if you are doing your Bible reading plan, and when you get to these passages, you tend to skim over them. Uh, and, I, and I understand why, because it's just a list of names, or um, you know, just a list of names and numbers, and you don't quite understand why it's there. And I've explained in the past how they, that the Lord has inspired and moved uh, Nehemiah to write this. Um, it's just the urge of individuals um, empowered by the Lord. And by way of introduction, uh, we understand that uh, sometimes life, uh, the things that we do in life is because of circumstances with uh, outside of our life or even internal desires. Uh, when my wife was pregnant, uh, both times with her kids, uh, she had for a while random cravings. And I mean, I'm, I'm thankful to the Lord that her cravings weren't really bizarre. Like she's like, oh, I want some, um, you know, lobster from some particular restaurants in this other state you know she's it was it's not that particular rather her her her, um cravings are relatively normal um most of her cravings weren't so difficult uh, but they're just you know things like cheeseburgers and um, in fact i I think that was really her biggest craving cheeseburgers in fact her last meal before nicholas was born nearly on our our living room floor was a cheeseburger that was the last meal that she ate and then uh, my son was born a few hours later um, desires are sometimes uh, there because of external circumstances and not our own and you know sometimes they are internal as well again this is a list of another list of names and numbers and this list was ultimately God desired it but it is also Nehemiah's desire to write all of this down uh, again this is a this is a review of this book Nehemiah's plan was because he had a desire um, early on in chapter one he heard stories of by his brother, Hananiah, that um, the walls are broken and it's not, everything's in shambles and doesn't Nehemiah for several months as he's fasting and praying to the Lord to go back uh, to rebuild the wall. And he does, and he prays for the opportunity and the Lord grants him that. He grants him the opportunity and also the, um, even the people uh, and the resources to do so. Um, he was afraid because, remember, he was a cupbearer. Uh, he didn't know what the king is going to think, uh, but he understood just by the, um, the opportunity that God's hand was in all of it. Um, He felt moved by God to go and to rebuild this wall. And he spends uh, 12 years away from uh, being a cupbearer, but within that 12 years, the the 52 days, when he started beginning, that's how long it took him to rebuild the wall is an amazing feat and over through this entire book he he understand it was the hand of god but the hand of god was uh, using the uh, the desire of nehemiah to accomplish his goal yet despite the difficulty and the oppositions he saw success because the success was part of god's plan and it was pleasing to the lord and the lord allowed it to work Whether it's internal or external uh, opposition, he was faithful. And I think when we think about ministry in that way, we can uh, rejoice, knowing that everything that we do is because the Lord is working in our hearts, and the outcome is also ultimately for His glory. And as long as we're faithful in the moments with what He's given us, uh, and I trust, I, I trust that we generally are doing that. Uh, I know that the Lord will be glorified, and, and that's what the, we're going to talk about this week: um, that the, the desires for ministry, and, and desires are often. Uh, subjective at times but if when they're aligned with God's Word they can be a powerful tool for us to be effective in ministry Um, so again I'm gonna give the outline now and then we're gonna talk through the text and then we're gonna get into the outline for this week Um, so the outline for this week is if you want to understand the desires for ministry here are the three things you need to understand about desires first it's given by God then it's used by God and and it's taken it can be taken away by God as well it's, used, it's given by God, used by God, and taken by God. So let's look at chapter 7, verse 1. Now when the wall was rebuilt, and I had set up the doors, and the gatekeepers, and the singers, and the Levites were appointed, then I put Hanani, my brother, and Hanani, the commander of the fortress, in charge of Jerusalem, for he was a faithful man and feared God more than many. And this is what's really cool uh, he gets his brother and um and this other individual to to lead um he made them leaders because of their faithfulness because of their um con- and the, he, they obviously have developed over time at least for at least for at least for fifty <laughs> two days they've uh, they've demonstrated a life of faithfulness but i think uh, Nehemiah knowing uh knowing having the discernment that he does he can tell that these people are faithful remember Nehemiah was able to discern the the attacks from outside and even from within and he sees Han Hanani and Hananiah these two Hananiah and Hananiah these two brothers or his brother and his commanders um he sees them i was like oh these people are faithful and they they need to lead um verse 3 then I said to them do not let the gates of Jerusalem be open until the sun is high and while they are standing guard let them shut the bolts shut and bolt the doors, also point guards from the inhabitants of Jerusalem, each at his post and each in front of his own house. Now the city was large and spacious, but the people in it were few, and the cities and the houses were not built. Uh, so what's actually funny, because uh, they finished the whole place and looked around the, ha- uh, the city, and it's like, you know, there aren't that many people here. Um, their faithfulness was kind of met with a disappointment in that, like, the population is probably... It's like the occupant space is allowed. Let's say, uh, let say a million people. There's only like I don't know, 300 people there. So they're like, oh, there's a lot of room here. we us see if we can get more people to occupy this place. It's like a, a you know, like a little small family living in a mansion. It's like, what what's the use of all the space? That's what's kind of that's what I'm envisioning going on here when I'm reading this, uh, and. And um, verse five. Then my God put into my heart to assemble the nobles, the officials, and the people to be enrolled by genealogies. Then I found the book of genealogy of those who came up first, in which I found the following record. See so again, this is how uh, the Lord uses his desire. He, he sees this empty space. He's like, how do we fill this? Well, let's look at the genealogies and see where everyone is at. Verse 6, These are the people of the province who came up from from captivity of the exiles from Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babel, had carried away, and who returned to Jerusalem and Judah, each to his city, who came with Zerubbabel, Jeshua, Nehemiah, Azariah, Ramiah, Nehemiah, Mordecai, Bilshan, Mishver, Bigvi, Nahum, Benai, the number of the people of Israel, i'm just going to stop being there because the rest is just the sons of so-and-so and then there's a number afterwards um this isn't a list necessarily to show off how successful they are it's not like the way that we think of you in know, our social media like oh i'm an influencer i have sub- several million followers uh, and look at all of my followers this isn't that um g- uh, this isn't a way to brag about your success in fact uh, god despises those things at the end of Second uh, Samuel, uh, David does exactly that. He gets a census, uh, and even in First Chronicles, it says like the devil inspired um, David to do this. He makes this list of people, and um, to really to show off his his success. And God curses them for it. So this list is not designed for that purpose. This is not to brag. Nehemiah is not doing this so that he can show off to people. Nehemiah is doing this because he wants to show how great this God is, that God knows his people, and he knows that he's going to protect them. And again, this is not an obsession over numbers, but rather he just is moved by the Lord to have this list. And this list will actually look very familiar to us because it's pretty much like the list that's in Ezra chapter 2. uh, it's, it's, it's similar in that it's just a list of individuals um, that are just constantly, uh, there's like a long list of individuals that just shows who decided to return. And if you want to learn more about that, I feel you, uh, you can go back and listen to that uh, podcast. I uh, go in a little bit more details about uh, the significance of genealogies and, and censuses and things like that. But jumping forward to uh, verse sixty, all the temple servants and the sons of Solomon's servants were three hundred ninety-two. Uh, these were two. The, uh, these, these were they who came up from Telmonah, Telharasha, Cherub, Adam, and Immer. But they could not show their fathers' houses. Or their descendants, whether they were of Israel, so there are these individuals that came that were not on this list. Again, this shows how precise God is. God has inspired Nehemiah to write the, to, to write this thing down, even preserve the genealogy list. And there are also people that claim, like, "Oh no, we're part of these people. Um, we want to be uh, the, the um, temple servants and all of these things," and uh, they're not. They, they, they don't. You know, they don't belong there. Again, this is not a racial issue, it's just a rather of um, uh, specificity. God is a very specific God, and He wants to be worship a certain way, and He wants certain people to worship Him in a particular way with even different rankings, and that's just the way that God is. He, he wants that within the context of Israel. Verse 16, The sons of Deliah, the sons of Tobiah, the sons of Nicodai, 642, of the priests, the sons of Habukah, the sons of Hazak, the sons of Bezziah, who took a wife of the dangerous of daughters of Berziah the Gideites and name and when it was named after them. These searched among their ancestral registry, but it could not be located, therefore they were considered unclean and excluded from the priesthood. The governor said to them that they should not eat from most holy things until a priest arose with the um and doom thummim and uh i think i've referenced this back in ezra as well this is uh back then in old testament time the way to discern god's will it's like these little sticks that they would use to say if this person is uh truly um you know, part of your uh descendants of israel then um use this thing um, priests would usually use it like, to discern god's will um and we know from proverbs that even every lot that's cast everything that's um, given every result is is of the Lord. So these priests understood that. They would use these little devices as a way to try and get God to give them an answer, and they trusted God's sovereign hand in moving the umum and the thumum. Verse 66, the whole assembly together was 42,360. Besides their male and their female servants, of whom there were 7,337, they had 245 males and female singers. Their horses were 736, their mules 245, their camels 435, their donkeys 6,720. Some from among the heads of father's household gave to the work, the governors gave to the treasury 1,000 gold drachmas, 50 basins, 530 priest garments. Some of the heads of father's household gave into the treasury of the work 20,000 gold drachmas and 2,200 silver minas. That which the rest of the people gave was 20,000 gold of drachma and 2,000 silver minas and 67 priest garments. Now the priests and the Levites, the gatekeepers, the singers, some of the people, the temple servants, and all Israel lived in their cities. And when the seventh month came, the sons of Israel were in the cities. Um, so again, um, you see how God used Nehemiah. He had a desire that we see in verse 5. He said God put it in his heart to assemble this list uh, for for really for people to, to populate the city and to do ministry and to worship Yahweh again. Uh, so uh, with that said, how do we make use of this? What are the application points? Uh, again, I'm going to reiterate the the uh, proposition and outline for us this week and that is that if you want to understand the desires for ministry you need to understand the first given the desires are given by god they're used by god and they're taken by god i look forward to going through this study with you and um, i hope that's actually going to be very practical this is going to be a little bit different from the rest of the messages because um you know because you know you're working with a limited amount of text material here uh, but i trust that that even in, in these things we can draw deep biblical truth for us to decide and know how we can honor the lord with the ministry that he's given us thank you for listening take care and have a good day